Have you ever had those moments where somebody asks you a question and the answer that comes out of your mouth, number one, surprises you, and number two, leads to a whole host of opportunities that you wouldn't have otherwise expected? This happened to me recently and led to a complete change in my business and in a lot of things that I have going on. So I'm super excited to share that with you and to hear from you guys as well what your moments like this have been. My name is Amber Furman, and this is the More Than Corporate Podcast. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. Before we jump into this, I want to remind you that Success Center is a community that is available for free for anybody that wants support on being able to connect with and get support from and learn from people that are like-minded, people who also want to have that support and that success and they're committed to achieving it. So if you are looking for a community that you can go to to get the support that you need to be successful, then head over to Facebook and join the Success Center community. The link will be in the show notes for this video. And without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this conversation. So let me take you back about four months This was not the first time that I had been asked this question, but it was the first time that I answered it in the same way. So somebody walked up to me at a networking event and they had heard me talk about my coaching and NLP and mindset and growth and all of the things that you guys have heard me talk about a little bit on this podcast. And then they found out that I was also still a practicing attorney. And they walked up to me and they said, Amber, and time out, this person was a doctor, so they understood the postgraduate pain and blood and sweat and tears that go into getting to where you're at. And they said, Amber, what made you go from being an attorney to being a business coach and a speaker? And I think I was a little bit exhausted with this question because it's one that I get often and It's not one that there's normally a simple, easy, straightforward answer to. So when they asked me, I was like, do I want to go through the whole story? How do I want to answer this question? And all of a sudden I heard these words come out of my mouth before I could even stop it. And I said, it's pretty simple, actually. My bullshit box overflowed. I had an emotional breakdown. And in the process of healing myself, I learned how to help others heal themselves as well. And they just look at me. And I'm waiting to see what their reaction's gonna be. And all of a sudden it resonated and they got it. And it took 10 seconds to say instead of 10 minutes to say, which I felt like trying to 
answer that question in the past had been. So then I started experimenting with it and I started introducing people to the idea of a bullshit box. You know, when I speak, I talk about a compartmentalization box. I talk about this box that I put all of the things that I didn't want to deal with in my life into. This box where all of the deaths that I had experienced, all of the failed relationships, all of the broken dreams and promises and the bad decisions and all of the things that I didn't want to process, the shame and the guilt and the hurt and everything that I thought a certain amount of success was going to take away from me, it went into this compartmentalization box. And then I realized that there's the second compartment in my brain as well. And that's my bullshit box, right? All of the places that we put our excuses. Now the compartmentalization box is this box that we never open, right? That we put all of our stuff in and we never talk about it. And we just think that at some point in time, somebody's going to take it away. Our bullshit box, on the other hand, is this treasure trove of excuses that allow us to prevent ourselves from actually taking action when we're nervous or scared or afraid. This was an interesting concept for me because once I said it, then I started actually thinking about what I meant by those words. What is a bullshit box? And as I started to answer this question, I started to realize that the book that I had been struggling to write, I just had a voice for. The programs that I had been struggling to create and find a theme for just created themselves. And the issue had been in the past that I do so much. I help so many people. There's not this very specific line of I help people with marketing or I help people with, you know, sales or whatever it is. And then I realized I help people with their bullshit. I help people when that voice pops up in your head that says, you're not strong enough. You're not good enough. Who do you think you are to do this? Somebody else can do it better. Somebody else has done it better. You're too much or too little or you're too tall or you're too short or whatever the excuse is. You weren't built for this. You weren't meant for it. Um, Somebody else is better at it. There's so many different excuses and they show up in different ways. Now, when I first started going through my trainings and my healing, this to me was introduced as your itty bitty shitty committee, right? That committee in our brain that we have board meetings with that tell us this is why you won't succeed. These are all of the reasons that I'm going to tell you that you're not good enough. And we've learned or at least I had learned, and I think most people had learned, to hate that voice, to push that voice down and avoid listening to that voice. Here's the uncomfortable truth, though. That voice is the same voice that's designed to keep you safe. The little voice in your head that says you're not good enough is the same little voice in your head that says, don't jump off of this building, you'll fall and you'll hurt yourself, right? Don't climb this mountain, it's dangerous. Don't pet the alligator 
in Florida, right? Don't do these things because you'll hurt yourself. It's a protection mechanism. And science has shown that it doesn't matter whether we're running from a dream or a goal that we don't understand, or as our ancestors did, a saber-toothed tiger. It's the same fight or flight response and that fear and that voice and that panic that sometimes runs through our body, that adrenaline that we feel. Our brain is designed to keep us safe. And when you set these massive goals, your brain doesn't understand what that looks like or feels like or sounds like. So it's afraid. And when it doesn't understand how something is going to impact you, it tries to protect you from it. So I started listening to this voice and instead of being at war with it, I started thanking it. Like, thank you for caring about me so much to protect me. And I am good enough to do this. I can do this. And if it's not what I want, then I trust myself enough to readjust and do what it is that I actually want and need to do. This was incredibly empowering for me. When I first learned about this voice in your head, this itty bitty shitty committee, this board meeting, if you will, I had this image and I wish that I was an artist. Maybe I need to hire one to create this image for me so that I can put a face to it. Um, I had this image of a mixture between the Grouch from Sesame Street and the Philadelphia fanatic. He's green, kind of goofy, kind of scary, um, sometimes hides in a trash can, also known as my bullshit box, and is easy enough to pop up and say whatever it is that is going to keep me where I am whenever possible. Here's the thing that I've learned, though, is that Philly fanatic side, that side that's always cheering for the team, that side is there. That side is accessible when we start to actually have conversations with it instead of listening and saying, oh, you're right, maybe I will get hurt. Our comfort zone is a really interesting thing because for so it's such an abstract concept. You got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to get out of your comfort zone. And when we look at something in the abstract, our brain can't always understand it. So you got to get uncomfortable. You got to get uncomfortable. Well, something makes us uncomfortable every single day. So I am uncomfortable. I was reading a book. This would have been probably three years ago. And it was Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass. It was either that or you are a badass at making money. I can't remember which quote this book particularly came from, but I know that it was Jen Sincero and one of her badass books. And I remember I was driving down the road listening to this on an audiobook, and I heard this quote from the book and it caused me to have to pull my car over, rewind it, listen to it again, and then wipe my tears away. It said, the walls of your comfort zone are lovingly decorated with a lifetime of your favorite excuses. 
I want you to think about that for just a minute. I want you to imagine that your comfort zone isn't this abstract, arbitrary place that lives in your head. Instead, it is a room that you choose to live in. And all of the things that you have in your bullshit box are excuses that are lining the walls, just like the things behind me, just like any of the paintings that are on your wall or the degrees that are on your wall or the decorations that you have on your wall at home. All of the things that you keep in your bullshit box live in your comfort zone with you. And all you have to do is open the door, walk outside and feel the sunshine on your face. But instead we sit in it. So this idea of a bullshit box, when I answered this question, I thought, this is real and tangible. The excuses that I feel, the excuses that I hear, the excuses that I tell myself, they aren't arbitrary excuses. They're real decorations from my bullshit box that decorate the walls of my comfort zone. The place that when I'm playing it safe, I choose to live. The place that nothing that I dream of is capable of being achieved from. So I want you to think about this for just a minute. There's a couple of different things here. Number one, when you think about your products and services, what is that thing that you haven't wanted to say? What is the truth, the harsh reality that when you tell somebody that pain point, that thing that you help them with, that you've been trying so hard to sugarcoat, what is it? Because for me, it was I help people with their bullshit box. Until I was willing to say it, it ended up coming out as this 10-minute answer of, well, I can help people do this, and I can help people do this, and I can help people do this, and I, I can. I can help people with sales. I can help people with marketing. I can help people with networking. I can help people change careers. I can help people do all of those things. However, the common denominator in all of those things is what goes on in our mind. So what is it that I really do? I don't help people with sales and marketing and networking. I help people with their bullshit. So what is it that you do at the heart of all of the services that you offer? So that's number one. Number two, what's in your bullshit box? What is it that's preventing you from taking action on all of the things that you want to take action on? Listen, when I set this up, I know that this audio and video isn't perfect. And I have been doing this podcast for three years and I keep upping my game and I keep trying to do things different and better and changing it around a little bit. And I recently moved. When I bring guests in, they'll sit in the chair next to me and we can have real conversations. But with that came audio video issues that I got to figure out and things that I continue to grow on to make sure that I'm producing content that is the best that I can do with the resources that I have available and then learning new resources so that I can up my content. To be completely honest with you, it took me an hour to record this episode because I didn't know if I liked the way the camera was sitting and I didn't know if my audio was going to sound good. And it's the first one that I've done without using a webcam on my computer and all of these things. And so I fucked around with it for 
um, 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes. And then all of a sudden I was like, Amber, just record the damn episode, right? Just do the damn thing. At what point, what's that threshold for you that you're willing to accept progress over perfection? Perfection doesn't exist. At what point are you willing to stop buying into the excuses that are in your bullshit box to talk about them? Because unlike your compartmentalization box that you have pulled everything, put everything into, and you refuse to open again, your bullshit box, you open all the time. You just don't tell anybody about it, right? Those excuses, I'm not good enough. You buy into that all the fucking time. Yet you never tell anybody, hey, I don't think that I'm good enough because what would they say to you, right? What would they tell you about being good enough or not good enough? They'd tell you that you're out of your mind, just like you would tell somebody else. So I'd love for you to think about what your bullshit box looks like. What's in it? What do you buy into it all the time? What decorations do you have on your comfort zone? And then when you're ready, I want to help you break it. I want to help you get rid of those excuses so that every time they try to put themselves back in that warm, cozy bullshit box and the decorations on your wall, you can say, no, no, not this time. My Philly fanatic is stronger than my grouch. At what point are you going to allow yourself to do that? And can you imagine what your life will look like when you do? Remember that you have the ability to design the life that you've always wanted and you owe it to yourself to get out of your comfort zone to live that design and that starts with being willing to break that bullshit box and throw away those excuses. Comment on this video, shoot me a message, friend me on Instagram or Facebook and send me a message and let me know what your bullshit box has in it and how can we help you break it so that you can have everything you've always wanted. My name is Amber Furman. This was the More Than Corporate Podcast. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that's that sounds like something that you're interested in. The name of that Facebook group is Success Center. Head over there, request to join, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.